This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Nick Cavanagh. And I'm Gerard Farrelly. And you're listening to Vintage Rants. <laughs> Technically, I am vintage. <laughs> Neve is no, but you're not vintage, Neve. You're classic. I am. I'm many things. Many Iconic. things. Oh gosh, Iconic. I'll take all of those things. Take all of those things. I mean, not none of them pay me in the bank, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll accept it. Look, it's all about being an icon. It is. It is. There's an icon and there's a wealthy icon. I mean, I know what I'd rather be. I know. But you take what you get. You know. I uh, I'm so excited to be here on another episode of Vintage Rants. My favorite part of the Agony Rants canon. I, I absolutely adore it. I can't believe that. I do. I love it. It's just, it's so exciting. I know it is. Um, That's because, ha- you, you know, we can't be sued by anybody. I know, yeah. There's <laughs> just, I feel more free. I feel more free, Maeve. And we know. <laughs> and if we've learned anything. Yeah. Um, what have we learned? From Agony Rants. It's, mm-hmm. you need to be careful about who we get to advise you. Yes. Very true. And that, you know, an ex Eurovision winner and a comedian, <laughs> you know, are right up there with the people. Who Absolutely, should be it doesn't sound ideal initially. But you know, we're never going to get called in to solve world problems. No, probably not. You know, the UN aren't going to contact us. Governments, they're yeah. not going to sit us on boards. No, they probably well, they won't contact you. <laughs> They'll contact you. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Neve loves the juicy corporate singing in an, oh. singing in an embassy. <laughs> I have done that. Actually. Of course, you have. Of course, you have. <laughs> What's that around your neck, Neve? It's the key to the city. Any questions? I know. (laughs) That's very true. I did get some sort of modicum of that, but funnily enough, doesn't mean anything. (laughs) I can't park anywhere I like. (laughs) I think that's outrageous. I just, every time I see you paying for parking, I'm just like, this is just wrong. 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 It's absolutely wrong. In case you aren't aware of what goes on in Vintage Rants, this is episode five. So, I mean, to be fair, you should. Why? Um, (laughs) What we do is we go back yeah. To a problem from an old, old magazine. A problem from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, when life was simpler. To, when life was, the, it was a simpler time, Neve. Mm, was it though? Was it? <laughs> I mean, they like to say it was a simpler time, I but know, I but don't know. but the collars were bigger. And the, and, the and collars was, were bigger, there were shoulder pads. There might have been flares. And what we do is we go back and we read a problem that mm. was submitted to some a problem sort of, page yeah. in some sort of 70s publication. Yeah. Back when it used to be on paper, Neve. Yes, do you remember? We read the problem, we give our take, and then we read what the advice was back then. I know. And we judge, Neve. There's a lot of judgment. We judge. We Garode on free reign is a joy to behold. And I have to say, if the episodes that we've done, we really have come out on top. Have we? I do think so. I do think that like... <laughs> Who did we beat? <laughs> oh, whoever these were. Cathy and Claire. <laughs> we left them for dust, For Maeve. dust. Well, do you know what I feel? I what feel, feel? they wrote three paragraphs. Yeah, I know. As a response, we get we give them twenty minutes. I know whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll have a read. We'll have a read. Okay, dear Kathy and Claire, I broke up with my boyfriend two weeks ago. Oh, I'd been a bit fed up with the way he was treating me. Mm. Everything was very cut and dry in the seventies. I 70s, know it wasn't is it? very seventies. <laughs> he was always late in meeting me, never phoned me, and was sometimes a bit offhand with me. Oh my goodness! Fair play, fair play. But I wouldn't have chucked him if it hadn't. <laughs> That, that was going so well. You were a bastion of feminism. And then, but I wouldn't have chucked him if it hadn't been for this other girl at work. Oh my God. She was really sympathetic and consoled me when I was upset about him. 
She told me that he was no good, that a decent boy wouldn't treat a girl in that way, and she egged me to make the break with him. Oh my goodness. Egged me. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's an old word for urged. Urged. <laughs> she egged me. You know, nowadays if you got egged, you know, just, <laughs> just get a lot of egg. <laughs> Hurts. So I did. And now she's going out with him. Oh, what? <laughs> It was, a, it was a simpler, more vicious time, wasn't it? Love Niamh? it, love it. I don't know whether I don't know whether I'm angry or upset. I'd like to get my own back, though. <laughs> See, this is what I like. Niamh. Wait, She's not asking a question. This is this. Now we're talking. This. <laughs> See, this is the problem with these: is we never know what happened. No. Now I'd say she went around to her house with a mallet. <laughs> Well, if we went back, probably in, you know, the newspapers. Yeah, I'm sure there was time, like, yeah. If we could find the publication of that, we could definitely figure out whether it was any murders around that time, because there was a lot less murders. Then. Yeah. <laughs> well, certainly they were reported on a lot less. We might have found well, it. What do I think of this, right? Okay. Firstly, I think you need to be very careful about the people that you ask advice for. I know. From. You know, because, for example, if you're if you're asking for advice about whether you should go to, for a job, mm-hmm. like I remember this happening when I was at, uh, at work. Okay. Somebody was asking somebody else. Yeah. Should I go for that job? I don't know. And they were like, oh, I don't know. It seems like a lot of strength. And then that person went for it oh and got it. Oh, my God. And that's like what we need to forget is what we always forget when we ask for advice is we are potentially in competition with the person that we're getting our advice from. <laughs> never, <laughs> never think that your advice isn't skewed. Uh, well, we all have our agendas, Neve. We all have our we agendas. All have our agendas. Even the best of us. Even the best of us. Even the best of us ha- uh, do have agendas. They're, we are all coloured by our own experiences. Yes. Definitely. What do you, what, <laughs> well, I mean, it's what's interesting is the problem here is not about what should I do. It's, I'd like I'd like to get my own back. Yeah. What would you tell them to do? Well, I mean, were wheelie bins a thing back then? Because <laughs> I feel that that would be your advice. Put her in the bin. Um, you know what? Actually, I think she did you a favor, and then the biggest revenge you're going to have here is that she stuck with him, because he doesn't sound like a diamond. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's the, that's the one thing we haven't addressed. This is. This is a real bottom of the barrel bloke here. Do you not find when you ask somebody advice, right, you already know, you want someone to tell you that, you know, that's your way of justifying, I'm going to ditch this piece of shit and get on with my life. I want you to give me permission, right, because I'm going to look like I'm, you know, I want to be, you know, justified in my decision. And so she gets that and then your woman goes, I'll have a bit of that. So actually, I don't think you have to do anything because she's clearly going to have the time of her life on him. But you see, the thing about it is sometimes when you're giving somebody advice, you talk yourself into that situation. Because you, you think, you think when you're giving advice, like when you're, when you're giving advice, you're just like, oh, yeah, he sounds awful. No, you should get rid of him. You should get rid of him. And then you kind of go, oh, but you have to be balanced in your advice. So you're saying like, you get rid of him. I mean, if you stay with him, blah, blah, blah. <gasps> and then you kind of go, oh, I should. There's a patch coming no, up here. No, that's not a thing. Road. Doesn't you can try and justify that other girl's behaviour. She saw him, fancied a bad boy, thought she could have a good go of him. She may have already been having a go with him, but he didn't phone her, was a bit offhand, late in meeting him. That boy was no more interested in that girl. Yeah. I wonder. There's no way. But you see, the thing about it is though, back in the day, like back in the seventies, okay. it, it wasn't really a dating thing. 
Like you weren't like dating more than one person. You know the way now it's like, oh, I'm dating somebody, but I'm not official, so I'm not. What's the word? Is not. This is the whole talking. You know, yeah, we're we're, we're you know we're seeing each other. We're not yeah. official, so we're not exclusive. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of a lot of layers. It's a lot. It's very complicated. Whereas, like I feel when we were growing up, it was a bit more. You know, you you're not exclusive. You so go? you're a tramp. Will you, you go with me? Like, yeah. <laughs> and once you were going together, like you were practically married. Exactly. Yeah. No. No. It is true. It had to be very cut and dried, or else you were, as you say, a mess. Like it, well, it wasn't. Yeah. The layers weren't there. I mean, no. they might have been in the sense of the behaviour, but they weren't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't, you know, you, you definitely had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That was the way it was. But actually, funny enough, you know, the thing about this is this fella doesn't sound... I, it's, she may have been going out with this bloke, right, in her own head. <laughs> because that happened as well. Yeah. Do you ever notice, like, sometimes back in the, the day, there was much more, you know, people, I fancy that fella, so therefore I'm going out with him. Don't you look at him. Yeah, that was a thing. Uh, People that was were, definitely a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a thing. Because well, it was scarcity. There wasn't as many around. Do you know what I mean? Now we have Tinder. Like, oh, you, you mean in... in <laughs> yeah, like you only had what was... Like, you only had... You couldn't what, cast your net too far. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You couldn't see physically. But <laughs> now you can cast the digital net. I don't know where involved in it. <laughs> now you can cast a digital net. Now you can just change your location. I'm going to Spain know. next week. I'm going to set something up. I know. I mean, it, I don't think Tinder works the way Grinder does, though. You know, Grinder tells you how close they are to... <laughs> They physically place them. Tinder yeah. is just in the area. Which is really <laughs> handy if you want to like meet a gay man to ride or meet a gay man to murder. Okay. That was always my thoughts. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Is it an either or? If I wants to murder a gay man, this is where it goes. That used to be always my reticence about grinding. No, but you're right. It, it, you know, you had to choose from the pool that you were given. The reality is, you're right, the pool was much smaller and generally there was ne- the girls were always keener than the boys. <laughs> it's like when you go to an old folks home, there's nearly always more women than men. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because men don't live so long. <laughs> is it? I think so. Or, or I always thought it was because women are more likely to say they're more practical and they can say, "Do you know what? I don't think I, I don't think I can live on my own anymore." And whereas men would be like, they're more than happy to fall down the stairs a couple of times a week. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? You just believe that. But women would be more, <laughs> you know, women are more practical. They're like, "No, I, I need help. I need, you know." Yeah, some people go in voluntary to homes. And some people are just put there. Yeah. <laughs> but no. What Let I'm that saying, be a lesson I mean, this to seems anybody like a... <laughs> out there if they've got children. What would we advise? <laughs> what I would advise is go back to her and go, Oi, you know exactly what a piece of crap this man is. You encouraged me to dump him and now you're with him. I don't think I'd bother. Would you not? Not at all. She is with that piece of crap. <laughs> And they're going to feel smug about themselves until, listen, if he wasn't that into her, the chances are he's not going to be into this other girl. And if she has the tenacity to actually make him stick, she's going to have nothing but cry. Just tragedy her whole life. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's the biggest load of karma that you can give to someone is you have the piece of shit that I didn't want. I move the hell on. Nothing fascinates me more than, you know, when you hear of somebody that's cheating. Yeah. And your immediate reaction is, I cannot believe there were two people that were attracted to that. (laughs) Yeah, but you only had, do you remember the Jerry Springer show? Oh my God, I love him. And then this toothless wonder would come out. I know. And you'd be going, holy God. And he was delighted with himself. And these women used to beat the crap out of each other. (laughs) Go find the biggest ride 
and even if you can only convince him to go around with you for a wee while. What you needed was time with a trophy a trophy oh, boyfriend without a doubt like one of those like back in the 70s the ones that used to like play tennis with like the white socks up to their knees and have the wooden tennis racket and the shortest white shorts <laughs> yeah the short white shorts and they'd be playing tennis but they'd be also be smoking yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's real, definitely a it. real catch yeah. tennis whites a real catch yeah and they're tennis whites <laughs> I think I think that you know is definitely a better road to go down than I'd be so over that situation, my God. Okay, we let's read and see what Cathy okay. and Claire had to say. All right. We don't really think that anyone can talk someone into finishing with a boy they're really keen on. Ah, here. Cathy <laughs> 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 and Claire, come on. Of course you can. It's called manipulation. <laughs> Did they not have that in the 70s? <laughs> you must have had your doubts about him yourself. So you can't really put all of the blame on, for the finished romance on this girl. Oh my goodness. Oh, I don't. Oh. <laughs> Who was this girl? Was it Cathy or Claire? <laughs> <laughs> However, she certainly wouldn't make a good friend if she's as two-faced as she appears. Uh, darling. You can gain some consolation from the fact that neither he nor she are particularly desirable as a boyfriend or a best friend. Tell yourself they deserve each other. Neve. See, see, I could be Cathy or Claire. Neve, I have to say, excellent. Class. Excellent. Class. Put the whole miserable episode behind you and don't let yourself get jealous or bitter about them. Yeah, don't become a shriveled, bitter no. husk of your former self. Absolutely not. <laughs> you want your bedroom strewn with tennis whites. There's just, they're just not worth it. What you need now are a few sincere girlfriends, I, I beg to differ, and considerate boyfriends. Or, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I don't no. want them to be considering anything. No, I don't want to be. No, I, I want, want all be, instinct. Yeah, yeah all in, <laughs> selfish, hungry, instinctual man friends that will throw their wooden tennis racket on the ground as soon as you walk in. <laughs> so don't waste time plotting revenge. No, I don't agree with that. A good revenge fantasy is... Yeah, no, I get it. I you know, get it. Some, There's it, some satisfaction there in it. There is. It's very, uh, what's the word? Cathartic. Cathartic. Yeah. Mm. Get out and meet new people. Now, that's just, I feel like they say that at the end of everything. Oh, every single thing. Yeah. It's the answer to everything. <laughs> so don't waste time planning revenge. No, no, to be fair, it's a lot of energy to plan revenge. Now, it can be very good if it goes your way. But the thing is, the problem is, if people are stupid, they don't even know you're being revengeful. Of I know, yeah, and she seems thick. Now, the other thing I will say about this as well mm -hmm. is that the ultimate revenge for her oh, is, to be is that you end up getting back with him. But that's a disaster. Oh, no. Yeah, nobody wins. No. No, I think, I am I never thought I'd say it. I think Cathy and Claire and Neve are Thank right. You. Thank you. I mean, I can understand because you like a bit of revenge and there's nothing more beautiful than a bit of revenge. Like, I mean, it is lovely. It is lovely when you're sitting there like going, mm -hmm. but the, you, the revenge will come. Have I ever, I'm just trying to think of revenge plans that I've executed. Come on. I think that I think right. the only revenge plans that I've executed that have worked okay. have been ones where I have information and I'm like, I'm just gonna drop all this information. Oh. Yeah. One of those ones. Yeah. Like That's... you know, like where you know something and somebody has done something awful and you're like, mm. Oh no, I well actually they've seemed to have forgotten that I know that have all of this information oh my gosh yeah then it loses its power once it's out so maybe just a little sometimes that's all you need a little tease 
Oh, as in say, oh, have you forgotten I have all this information? Or, you know, you just refer to it lightly and let them live with the fear of when you may let that drop. <laughs> now, you see, you're an amateur. <laughs> the proper manipulation and horror oh, really? yeah. <laughs> is to actually let them live in fear for a very long time. That is better. It's only stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is one that you would call a draw. I think this is the draw, Neve. Yeah. I think this is the draw. Kathy and Claire. I feel like there was no other solution to this. Not really. I mean, the ultimate revenge is that she's going to end up with someone amazing and and they are just going to wallow in the horrendousness of life. But the reality is those people, they're so stupid. The chances are that they're not going to go through that. They won't care. I wish we could find these people. I'd say don't. I'd say they got married. They could. I'd say that couple got married. That couple got married. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they she. were absolutely miserable. Hated each other. The whole you time. know when you meet those couples, I'm always fascinated by those couples. You know, you meet couples. Who don't even speak married to each couples other. that they clearly hate one another. Yeah, but you know, till death does do part. Oh God, till death do us a favor. I know. I know. <laughs> I definitely think. I really think that the. Yeah, you do meet them. Yeah. And and you're like going. What? Do you know where you see them all the time? Where? Ikea. Oh, I know. You always see them in Ikea. And I'll tell you. They pretty much live there. I remember they? when I was. They I go for days out. <laughs> I remember being there once uh, with one of my friends. And <laughs> this woman was on the phone and she was roaring oh. into the phone. Okay. In Ikea. And she was like giving out to what we assumed was a teenager. She was like, you do this every time, every time we go out together, every time you wander off and it's just not on, come back right now. Right? And this man, her husband, <laughs> no, came around the corner. No. I was there with my friend Alan and we almost died laughing. Oh my like gosh. we almost died. It was absolutely hilarious. Could, do you think, do you think there's a podcast in people watching in Ikea? Yeah. Oh my God, we should pitch it. The saddest thing in the world about Ikea is that if you make it through, if you get... If to you, the maze? To the maze. <laughs> if you actually make it to the checkout, still Married. a couple, <laughs> the only thing you have is dime bars. I know. No, you're right. There should be engagement rings. Mm. If you make it through Ikea without killing each other. You know, halfway through, you've forgotten that there's another whole new universe outside this space. Do you know what happens to me? It's like I get through the bit with all the furniture. Yeah. And then I'm like... What now? You've got an out. Like, if you get through the furniture bit, you can go, yeah, we can be done. Let's go. We can go to the checkout. No, but you like, go back down to yeah, and almost then you go, the same no, Yeah, you go, I'll, I'll, no, I'll go downstairs and I'll go to, you know... Look at, I'll, I'll look at the knives and forks. <laughs> we need an ice cream scoop. <laughs> a picture frame, a candle and a plastic you plant. you never come out of Ikea with nothing? Oh, God. Have you ever come out of Ikea with nothing? No. I mean, no. even if it is a bag of dime bars, you just... The least I've ever bought in Ikea was a bag of, you know, those clips that you put, If you know, if you open a bag of food. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love them. One of my m- most useful things, actually, was a bit of wood I bought in there for pound fifty which was basically with the notch on either side that you could put your iPad, iPad or, your, or your phone on. And it's literally like a small piece of wood a with two notches. And I bought about six of them. 
and they're everywhere. There's one in the caravan. There's one <laughs> I love the... the way you buy multiple. I know, I can't help myself. <laughs> but seriously. Um, Neve, it's been wonderful to oh, talk wonderful. to you on Vintage Rants. For you, our uh, subscriber, thank you so much for subscribing. Thank we you. do really appreciate you. You are our favourites. You are our favourites. There is a little something in the post to each of you. If you've submitted your address, if you if haven't, you your address, we're not no. actually going to hunt you down. We're not hiring private detectives no. to get something delivered. No. no. And we will chat to you soon. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.